0: Welcome to AJC's Passport, a weekly podcast where we examine political events, the people driving them, and what it all means for the Jewish community. I'm your host, Sefi Kogan. This week marks three years since the deadly terrorist attacks on Charlie Hebdo, the satirical French publication, and Ypres Kasher, a kosher market in Paris. This week also saw a kosher store in Hrte, a suburb of Paris, ravaged by fire, the result of arson. Here to talk about the anniversary and the recent attack is AJC Europe director Simone Rodin-Benziken. Simone, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Sure, it's a pleasure.
0: I think before we dive in to conversations about the anniversary and what happened this week, it's important to get the context. Can you tell us a little bit about the state of mind for the French Jewish community?
1: Sure. It's an old story, unfortunately. The problem of anti-Semitism has started in reality about 15 years ago, in the very early years of 2000, together more or less at the time of the Second Intifada. So the state of mind is that Jews have unfortunately, uh, I wouldn't say got used to it, but have unfortunately become uh, accustomed to the very presence of anti-Semitism on French soil. So that means basically more or less between one and three anti-Semitic acts a day of different nature.
0: Where does this anti-Semitism live? Which sectors of society are affected by this ancient virus?
1: So I would probably point out three major pockets within French society. The first one would be the far-right neo-Nazi groups where anti-Semitism has been present, of course, for a very long time, but that's not something new. And it's also not the major place where the violence comes from. The second group, I would say, is the far left, where anti-Zionism has become a sort of new phase where anti-Semites hide behind And lastly, the third one, which sometimes intersects with the anti-Zionism, is part of Muslim communities within France. You might know this, but France is home to the biggest Muslim community, but also, of course, the biggest Jewish community. But the numbers are just very different. There are about 600,000 Jews in France, about 6 million Muslims. And within that large Muslim community, there are elements where the anti Semitism comes from. So, either sometimes radicalized, so you will have terrorist attacks that happen, but also within non-radicalized aspects of the Muslim communities, there is violence coming from those parts.
0: Prior to this current administration, What has the government done to help support Jews as they face down these threats of anti-Semitism?
1: As I mentioned early on, the problem of anti-Semitism really started 15 years ago. So I think we need to look back when we speak also about political action um, and political will back to the 15 years. And there we've had a very, very long period of denial. In the early years of 2000, when the spike of anti-Semitism happened, basically most of the political class denied that there was a problem of anti-Semitism. You would have declarations. AJC at the time already met with presidents, foreign ministers, where basically the leaders would tell us and also publicly that the the problem of anti-Semitism literally didn't exist. Then in sort of 2007, 2008, uh, with the election of Nicolas Sarkozy, there was a um, growing awareness that there was a problem of anti-Semitism. And so the last government, in particular under President Francois Hollande, but most importantly under Prime Minister Manuel Valls, had really made the fight against anti-Semitism a priority. And there, the government of the time created, first of all, um, a position. France is the only country that has an inter-ministerial delegate in the fight against anti-Semitism and racism. Basically, someone who reports to the prime minister and who has authority over different ministries, um, education, interior, etc on the issue of anti-Semitism. And with this adopted a a 100-million-euro plan to combat anti-Semitism. Now, that plan goes from anti-Semitism and hate speech in general on the Internet to education measures to communication measures over the last five years. There have also been security measures that have been put into place in particular since the as you mentioned earlier on the kosher supermarket attacks where Jewish community sites are protected by the state first they were protected by soldiers on the ground now they are not static soldiers anymore but there is still security measures that are in place so the government has done a lot, probably not everything that they could have done, but they have done a lot over the last five years, I would say. And to some extent, maybe we see early results because last year, so in 2017, we saw a drop of 60% of the anti-Semitic acts, and we hope that this downward trend will continue.
0: What's the French Jewish community's relationship with and opinion of Emmanuel Macron?
1: So, yes, first and foremost, I would say that there was a general, very, very loud sigh of relief, not just of the Jewish community, but I would say of all minorities and democratic forces within France. It was a very stressful time. The National Front was uh, second in a row. We had also uh, the far-left candidate who came out really, really well. So when Emmanuel Macron, this very young, dynamic, centrist, pro-European, pro-democratic candidate um, won. Everybody really had the time to breathe the once again. So today, the relations with the Jewish community, I would say, are pretty good. Overall, President Macron has said the right things, has done the right things, has reassured the Jewish community that he will stay not only committed in combating anti-Semitism, but also very importantly, Stays committed in combating Islamist terrorism. As you know, France has been hit with not only um, the Charlie Hebdo and Iber attacks, but since then with the Bataclan attacks, with uh, the killing of a priest, with the terrible terrorist attack of Nice. So the commitment of President Macron, who actually, and I put pure a quote, has made The fight against Islamist terrorism, a number one priority, both on foreign policy and internal policy, um, is obviously very reassuring for the French Jewish community. What is also reassuring is the fact that the government under Prime Minister Édouard Philippe has announced that they will renew or redo a plan on anti-Semitism for the next five years. So we had the 2012-2017 plan. Now we'll have a new plan from 2018 onwards. A plan AJC obviously cooperates, as we have done previously, very closely with the government. So this is also very, very reassuring. I think, finally, I think what is very reassuring is that President Macron has been very clear in his understanding that there are new forms of anti-Semitism, and most particularly that anti-Zionism is today a, or can be a form of anti-Semitism. In a speech he gave just after his election in July in the presence of Prime Minister Netanyahu, he very clearly said anti-Zionism is the new anti-Semitism. Um, finally, the fact that he very clearly said that he opposes BDS, and not only does he oppose BDS, but he said that for him BDS, BDS is illegal because France is one of the very few countries where BDS is considered to be illegal, that he wants to uphold that law and uh, wants to consider BDS to be illegal is, of course, very important. Now, what is, and we will be seeing, is how all of this will be put into policy. Because one thing is saying things, but then the other. Things is how you will actually implement this kind of policy. So, this is something that we will wait and see. And of course, the French Jewish community will be very vigilant.
0: We're also thinking of the past this week, of course, as we mark the Ypres Kasher anniversary. Is this a raw moment on the calendar each year for French Jews?
1: Absolutely. Uh, no doubt about it. It's a raw moment, I think, not only for Jews, but I think for the entire nation. I have to say the the last couple of days, I went from one event commemoration uh, to the other, from events from Toujours Charlie to Toujours Jus. So they are very raw, they're very present, they are a constant reminder that the battle is far from over. And the fact that, as you mentioned earlier on, um, on the very day the Hypercacher murders happened, um, you had just another attack. And we'll have to see whether it's uh, proven to be anti Semitic. But in Crete, against once again a um, kosher supermarket, makes, of course, us all very, very nervous. And the same supermarket who had only a week before that been tagged with uh, swastikas. So while, as I mentioned early on, yes, there is hope and there seems to be a growing understanding, and particularly amongst the government um, and amongst the leaders of the problem of anti-Semitism, we clearly need to be very vigilant because the situation continues to be um, extremely dangerous for French Jews. And frankly, because cancers have a tendency to grow for all of French society.
0: Do Jews have a future in Europe? Do Jews have a future in France
1: I would love for the question to um, stop (laughs) at some point because uh, the day we don't have to ask ourselves that question anymore, that means we'll have resolved a big part of the problem. The reality is there is no clear yes and no answer. Everybody, first and foremost, every Jew has to answer that question for him or for herself. I want to believe that yes, there is. I think a lot has to do with determination of uh, the political class, of the elite, of civil society, um, of NGOs. I believe that uh, we do have the power to make a difference. We do have the power to act and actually have an impact on the ground. But it all depends on the determination. And if that slips, then yes can very quickly turn into a no. So right now, I think the answer um, should be yes. I think the determination to combat anti-Semitism is there. But again, it it can very, very quickly um, slip. What I think is very important to keep in mind is if ever the answer becomes no, and if ever Jews were to say that they don't have a future anymore in France, then I think that's not only a loss for the Jewish community, because contrary to the 30s, now they have somewhere to go, but it would be a terrible failure for liberal democracies. And I think it would actually be the end of France as a liberal democracy, because if a liberal democracy cannot protect its minority or its minorities anymore, then it loses its very purpose and it loses its very essence of what it's supposed to be. And believe me, um, I'm pretty certain that if it starts here, if that was the case, it would very, very quickly spread to all all other liberal democracies.
0: And of course, what begins with the Jews rarely ends uh, with the Jews. Simone, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Sefi Kogan. This episode is brought to you by AJC, the American Jewish Committee. Our producer is Alex Zeldin. Our sound engineer is Scott Reitherman. Tune in next week for another episode of AJC's Passport.